You are now tuned into Welcome to the Raw Zone, sponsored by Talent Wave, where many of your favorite celebrities have hidden talent. Visit the site to find out more. Email talentwave.info at gmail.com to find out how you could become part of the team. And we are back. What's up? What's up? What's up? Where my apologize? Ah, he's here. He's in the stream yard. Yeah. Welcome to our stream yard. It's a little different. Wow. Like, listen, this was our. Can you hear me now? Ooh. Yeah, I can definitely hear you. Oh, yeah. We're good. You in our raw zone arena? We this was our 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 zone for four months. Welcome. Ooh, my bad. Working up the kinks real quick. All right, we are good to go. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Welcome to the streamyard. Welcome to the raw zone. We here. We here. My name is your Ivy, your girlfriend's favorite photographer, and you are. I go by the name of DJ Apollo. I am. Uh, DJ for the night. He's a DJ every Tuesday. You know, he's just being modest. And then he DJs also sometimes on Thursdays. Thursdays. Misfit Mob Radio. And then he like be DJing all over the world. He's going to be the next week or some shit. I don't know. I mean, hopefully. I mean, yeah. As long as y'all, you know, y'all tell me to come, I'm, I'm there. I'm there all the time. You know, so weekend vibes, weekend vibes. How are you, my love? How was your weekend? What did what did you end up doing? My weekend was uh packed. I was at um surprise birthday party. I went to a barbecue. My homeboy had another barbecue. Yeah, it was it was. I was just making moves, honestly, and I was exhausted by Monday. What about you? Well, I managed on Saturday, and all of my shows managed not... Well, no, two of my shows didn't come. One needed a babysitter. The other one had an emergency, which was fine. So I ended up chilling a little bit with, with uh, Wise Guy Hack from the Reality Check. Shout out to him. Shout out to the Reality Check. Uh, dope bunch of people. Um, Sunday was more of my chill-out day. At least it's necessary. Sunday I was unfortunately at work, but um, when I got home, I no did I what did I even no I didn't even I didn't even relax. I went to two other events, but at the end of the day, it was a good weekend. No, nah, it definitely was. I uh I got up to season four of Law and Order. SCU? Yes, I'm on season four now. Last week we said we on season three. I'm I'm further like what? But here's the thing, and this is what we were talking about on the show last week. You were watching past the stabler stabler years. Yeah, I have to go back and watch it from the stabler stabler. Yeah, you gotta do that because that's why I'm trying to understand everything. Like, you can't just watch pretty much. It's like when they say you're watching Grey's Anatomy, right? And you're watching from season twelve after Derek died, but you don't know what the whole concept is before that. I have never seen one episode of Grey's Anatomy at all. I know, like, it's bad, but I just, I don't know. I couldn't get into it. I mean, it's okay. You know, like, I mean, I like medical dramas. I like cop dramas. I like stuff like that. So for me, you know. 
let me actually say I just never gave it a chance. I feel like I never gave it a chance because it's so long. Pause. Like, yeah, pause. Extra pause. But um, I feel like the only season, that, the only show that I've watched like that had ten plus seasons was uh, NCIS. I think I've seen every season up until thirteen. See, that's my goal. My next goal, right after I finish SVU. Because the goal is to finish SVU by the time the new one comes out. That way, when Stabler and Olivia reunite, I'm there for all the tears. It's just so many different things that I watch. Like now, um, I'm trying to restart. I'm trying to get back into Shameless. I stopped at like season five. I'm trying to watch it over from scratch and then catch up and then go on from there. And now I'm about to start. Um, what is it? Uh, the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy season two. See, a lot of people are telling me to watch that, but when a whole group of people start telling me to watch one show, right? Like when we did, when there was Game of Thrones. Mm. Um, shout out to my sorority sister Katya, but she's never living this down. Um, so for for I met her in 2012. I I I crossed over my sorority 2012. Since 2012, I'm pretty sure, right? Because 2012 to 2019, seven years is eight years. Yeah. yeah. So 2012, she started telling me to watch Game of Thrones. Everyone. Since 2012, told me to watch Game of Thrones. So, because I was forced to by the person I was seeing at the time, so I watched it. And at first, it was good, right? Mm-hmm. But they're talking about this killer season of Game of Thrones that is gonna leave you shitless. And I'm here watching Arya beat up uh, the Night King, which was the dopest part. The rest of it was all trash. And I'm like. So you made me go against all my beliefs on watching a show that's so hyped up. Yeah, you got, you really, like, exceed, like, you made it seem like it was like a a, a must-see, and then it wasn't that good. I mean, from what I got up to, I only got up to season three, and I've liked, you know, what I've seen. But that's something that you really sit... You really have to sit and pay attention to everything because you will miss something. You also have to read the books, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand why things have happened. And I'm and I haven't read all the books yet. I got like halfway through the first one so far. But in order to do to understand stuff like that, you have to follow along with the story because the story gives you more context so you can understand why the TV show is doing this. And on top of that, the TV show did did a lot of fuck shit that was not even in the books. It's always like that, though. They always, uh, usually with TV shows to books, they, one, they usually leave stuff out because there's too much things that happen in the book that they can't put in the TV show or the movie or such and such, and they always change something because it becomes less about what the book is about and more about what people want to see. What, you yeah. know, what's, yeah, what's, what'll keep people watching. So I understand. I didn't, I honestly didn't even know that Game of Thrones had books. So. Yeah, Game of Thrones had books. Um, the Hunger Games had books. Yeah, Twilight had a book. Yeah, I know. And, and, yo, you want to hear a Snapple fact? What's up? So you remember the leak? I don't know if you were ever a Twilight fan, right? Mm, I've seen. Dude, what? How many movies? I think I've seen like the first two movies, but I haven't. Yeah, there's four, there's five technically because the fourth book was split into two movies because it was just. It was five hundred page book. Yeah. 
So Twilight had a sixth book, which was a prelude in Edwin Cohen's eyes, like okay. the whole story through his eyes, called Midnight Sun. So it got leaked about 10 years ago. And then my sorority sister again, she told me because I followed it heavy when I was okay. younger, like when the books actually came out. So what's up? No, it was not. The ending was not lit. Yo, shout out to Christian Vega on the check-in who wanted to game with No, I'm sorry. Her aunt, he said, and they killed her. And the dragon, like, the only thing that was symbolic and I liked it a lot was the dragon picking uh, picking her up and flying her away because her body was dead. Like, that was, that was symbolic. But I'm not... The ending was... Oh, shit. There was a Starbucks cup in there. I'm not doing this today. I'm not fighting. I'm not fighting you today. No, certain. I'm not doing this. No, we're not doing this today. Looks like um, we have to go back and forth. No, we can't do that today. Mikey's still not here yet. Shout out to our co-host, Michael Bostic, who had having a little car trouble, and I'm not even trying to make the joke right now because we're in a streamyard bubble. Did you see how said how uh, it was outside today? Like, yo, it was insane. Everyone's yo. So Ray, my artist in Jersey, his power went out. Someone I know from one of the other shows on the station, their power went out. Oh wow. This power outage is happening all over the tri-state area, and there's, you know, people are not responding to it the way they should be. Well, New Yorkers don't take anything seriously. New Yorkers don't take COVID seriously. They, <laughs> it's like we literally have to like be stuck to take something seriously. So I'm, I'm not surprised at all. I was just surprised that um, I had to take the express bus home rather than taking the train because of. It. But if you have a whole car, why are you not just driving? To work? To, to the city? It's, that's Midtown? Mm -mm. COVID? Yeah. But... Protect yourself? I'm sorry. No matter what you tell me, those trains are still dirty as fuck. I mean, it's New York. It's What are there, 9 million people in the city? Yeah, there's 9 million people in the city, and you can't tell me every night, supposedly, according to Cuomo and de Blasio, that... They have workers clean every night and sanitize. I believe they were doing it for a couple of weeks, but I feel like there was a time period where COVID just died down and everybody stopped giving a fuck. It's, it's just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. COVID. Exactly. And this is why, this is part of our conversation later on tonight, though. Ooh, what's the topic? I want to hear this. Topic, I know I, I'm, I'm the topic is why is society a whole dub? Why is the culture a dub right now? Well, it depends from region to region. Well, we, we'll get into that later, but I feel like uh, New York makes it. Exactly, the trains will always smell like piss. He's right, 100%. Who said that? Who said that? Let me see. Christian. Yo, says the person that doesn't even live in New York. Well, when you, when you go to... Like people that are not from a certain that don't see the same thing every day will see something different than you will. Like yeah. this, so yes, you'll look at it like it's normal, but on the outside, it's just like, bro, like this is acceptable. Like, yeah, so I get it. 
So we should be expecting our guest though in about 10 minutes, or so, not even at 10.30. So I believe in your email that you should have from me. Yes, you might have been born there, but who the fuck decided to go to PA afterwards? Mm. We're not doing that. You like a, you're, 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 it's like when people leave the country for a long time and they become a citizen of something else, you are no longer a citizen. You are a Florida citizen now, if I could be exactly right. Y'all left us for, for parties in WWE. That's one thing I also haven't, like, I don't know. As I got older, I just stopped really paying attention to, like, WWE. Listen, man, but you could make fun of those stories. Like, in the end of the day, especially during COVID, you could let your mind wander. Mm-hmm. Um... And figure out like different ways to just pause, right? But entertain yourself. You because really catch it every every time. Like I don't even you know, realize it. You know why? Because if I don't do it, Mikey's gonna do it and he'll jump in the comments and do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't you even... saw if you saw in the group chat today. Well, I said one thing, and he brought up the glizzy comment. That's also another thing. Like, everybody's, like, I honestly didn't even know what that was until somebody, like, made a joke out of it. And I'm just like, oh, wow. It's a hot dog. Yeah, it's, and I'm just like, wow. Like, people no, don't even have those fears. It's the stupidest thing, though, right? And hold on. Yes, Christian Vegas, Vega, you, you lost your New York status until you come and visit, which will be God knows when. Because... Y'all got COVID over in Florida. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But we're going to get into that pretty penny from Mala Rain. And then we're going to sit back, wait for her. And, yeah, let's enjoy it. All right, so right now I'm about to drop that pretty P from Mala Reigns. Working this out real quick. Work, 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 work. Woo, we back, we back, we back, gang, 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 gang in the building. Yo, so what was that that we just played? Uh, This last song? Yeah, the last one. It's called Downfall Downfall by Monkey Polo. What's the um that song that you told me to play by um what's it called? Yeah, by Mikey. When did he record that? So I'm glad you asked me that, right? So we part of the well last week we decided to do a remix to Rotimi's in my bed. Now, Rotimi put out a challenge, right? Yeah. Um, best 16. And you have to post it on In my bed verse challenge. You got to post your best 16. So what we did, we made a whole music video. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm listening to this. I'm like, I'm like, this is my kid. I'm like, all right, I see. Yo, but the funniest thing was, right, so I showed this to Mommy. 
you know, shout out to my mom. I don't know if she's listening right now. She probably is. Um, so shout out to mom, Duke. Um, so shout out to her. So she's listening, right? Because her her coworkers have me on Facebook. Because gotcha. I, grew up, I grew up, you know, with all of these people. Mm-hmm. They've seen me since I was a kid. So they got Facebook. They saw the video. So they're telling her, your daughter did this. Holy shit. Yada, yada, yada. She goes and sees Mikey. And she calls me up like 2 o'clock in the morning. And she's saying like, agape moon, my love, like in Greek. Yeah. I thought Mikey was a rapper. So that's how you found out? That's how she found out. Oh, that's how she found out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you shot. That's interesting. I mean, but that's, you know, that's funny. Two o'clock in the morning, though, that's just like, all right, like, you really just really, really had to tell me type well, of thing. My mother, so my mother works in the hospital, so she works overnights with the nurses and everything. Oh, so she's up already. She's already up, and I'm technically, like, I have my phone on just in case she ever needs me to go bring her anything, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. Um, so, and it's funny because a lot of people that have not met Mikey automatically mm-hmm. think because he chose with, with live, who's a rapper, yeah. um, all of these people that automatically he's a rapper. So when he came out doing this, everyone was like, well, who he think he is looking all suave and shit. I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm about to put out a music video. You trying to shoot it? Oh, you want me to put it on the screen? I could do that. Nah, I don't even make music. Listen, man, I'll make your music video. I didn't make music videos up until last week. Yeah, I don't even... That's that's not my full take. But I appreciate people that could do it. I mean, listen, though. I, I, I could actually... I, I'm excited to show this off. Let's see. Oh, you about to post it. In. Well, well I'll, I'll show you after. But we got our, our, our guest in the building, Miss Mollerines herself. Okay, Miss Mollerines, how are you? Let's- can you hear me? Oh God, he really, really went and said that. Hold on one second. Give me a second. Let's have step that daddy Mikey and Apollo talk for two seconds while I bring in our guest. Bro. <laughs> what is up, y'all? What is Yo, dudes like you are why us light-skinned men are looked at crazy. <laughs> yo, your I, name and your picture, bro, is hilarious. Huh? I said, yo, you, you're like the definition of light-skinned right now. I said, your name and your, and your photo is hilarious. <laughs> What's wrong with my picture? It's like, <laughs> that's not wrong with it, but I'm like, that's a light-skinned pose. <laughs> Okay, you connecting our guest in right now. Say that again. We're having a little issue connecting our guest in right now. Um, yo, bro, she um, yo, I played your song. It's fire, bro. The uh, the in my bed remix that you made. Michael. Yes, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me 2.5 seconds. His hardest name is whatever name. What's going on with Mikey over there now? Sound like he on a motorcycle. Hold on. 2.5. <laughs> Are you 
Are you taping the females up again? No, I'm not taping. We just start that conversation. <laughs> you are wild. Hold on. I'm about to start the whole conversation. Hello. Yep, we can hear you. I answering that phone call. All right, nah, I just I couldn't hear y'all. That was on my end. Oh, gotcha. That was on my. End. I'm just headed. I'm headed to the crib now. So he just he just doesn't want to show off his car right now because you know that new Lambo. Drive safe, Damn. bro. There's, there's trees yeah, all on the street. This is the hoopty. This is the hot box right here. This ain't no Lambo. Bro, I understand, bro. Lambo on my head. As long as it works, it gets you around. That's right, all that matters. Right. So, Mikey, why were you so late today? Well, um, I ended up... It's a funny story, actually. So, my mom had dropped some... um uh, Goodies. Drugs my car okay so we're just gonna go and say that your mom dropped drugs in and, your car and okay so, and so me being on probation and being the good boy that i am uh -huh. i decided to give those back to her so that i wouldn't get in trouble in my car so okay. i get home she says she needs to do some running uh because my grandmother didn't have any lights because of the storm oh yeah so we went and got, we went to, um, first we went to Family Dollar to get some stuff for the cat. And then we went to my job. We went to Home Depot. We got a few uh, battery uh, operated lights or whatever, just to light the house up just for the time being. And um, so when we get out the car, like I said, mind you, my car is a hoopty. It is literally the definition of a hoopty. Matter of fact, let me, let me just give you the rundown on how, oh, shit. Excuse me. There's a whole tree down in the middle of the street. So yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm um, safe, bro. Yeah. Um. There. Um. My car. You cannot get in the car through the driver's side. On the outside. The inside you can open it. So basically, with my car. Either you have to have a window down a jar enough for you to unlock the door, or just leave the doors unlocked. Yeah. I think right. we got her, guys. I think we got her. Yeah. Got her. Yay! Ooh. Hey, y'all. Hey. hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. How's Sorry everything? for the, the tardiness, but I was having a hard time. I had to restart my laptop and my phone like three times. It's okay. Well, you in here. That's all that matters. We blame, <laughs> we'll blame the radio daddy in the corner. It's okay. Right. All right, good. No doubt. The only reason why you can't see me is are you, by the way, that picture is the same outfit that you wore for the video, isn't it? God, it it actually is the same <laughs> outfit that I wore for the video. This picture was taken from last year sometime. It's the same picture from the video. Last summer. So we're here with the one, the infamous, Mala Reigns herself. Hey. What's going on? So welcome, I got, welcome to the raw zone. Welcome to the raw zone. We couldn't be in person, but you know, for safety reasons. Of course. We, That's cool. <laughs> we still make it happen. Thank you for Thank having you. me. Thank you for coming. Um, we have I got introduced to you by my other artist that I manage, Ray Pearson. Um, he's literally been your number one fan. Shout out to Ray Pearson. Yeah, he definitely been showing a lot of support over the years. That's yeah. what's up. He he's still telling me to somehow nudge a, a collab between the two of you, but I'm supposed to like play it off like I don't know anything. 
<laughs> I, I don't how, know. How you feeling today? Me, I'm, I'm feeling good. Um, you know, now that I got past the hurdles, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I was stressing out for a second. I understand it's been a long day with this, uh, the weather, the storm. People have been yeah, it was pretty crazy. Trees flying everywhere. A yeah. tree actually over here by me broke down. It broke and like scraped the side of a building and broke a window and like an air conditioner and everything. Yeah, crazy. I'm looking right now at like trees just falling everywhere as I drive. Like I have to like zigzag around because there's like literally a tree on every street. In the middle of every street. Yeah, I think it kind of it caught people by surprise. Like we knew it was gonna be a storm, but we didn't know it was gonna be like this. Yeah, New York has never taken. I would have never thought. Would have never thought. When I came outside of my house and saw what it looked like, I couldn't believe it. Like it was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen like that much debris from a storm like in forever. Yeah. So the way we have everything set up here, since everything went a little haywire. Um, you could also join, we'll have you join us in our conversation later that we're having, especially because you're an artist, you're a seasoned artist that you have the accolades, you could give us a better insight on what we're going to talk about. But um, tell us a little bit about you. Let's let's get into the little bit early beginnings. That way we could get to the meat and the butter, which is your new project that's coming up. Right. Um, well, I've been in the game for a long time. Um a lot of people either like heard my name or they heard a song, probably never seen me before. It's one or the other or seen me and just, you know, wasn't, didn't link it. But my name has been around for a long time. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of things. I've been on MTV, BT, I've been on the radio, um, did Sway twice, <laughs> a lot of stuff. Um, but I think um, what people should know more, most about me is, you know, I represent New York City. I'm from the Bronx. Okay. Um, I stand for, you know, being a strong woman, I'm, I was a single mom. So definitely I talk about that a lot in my music. Um, I represent the bad girls, bad girls rule. That's my, that's my hashtag. That's my, my little slogan. Um, and what that, that, what that means basically is um, like a, a bad girls is a woman who holds it down at home and, and in the streets, you know what I mean? She's about her career, but she also takes care of handles everything, her responsibilities, you know, um, kind of like a Wonder Woman, she does it all. So uh, being like a, a mom and a single mom, having to do it, you know, by myself independently in the game, like it was hard. But you, ha I had to be strong, and I had to. I, it was at a time when I was coming up. It was a few years back, so um, people didn't want to hear female rappers at the time. Really, it was during that gap period where there was like no female rappers and that we even had lost the category like in the award shows and stuff like that like that was the time I was coming up so it was definitely like it the door wasn't as open as it is right now for female rappers so I had like a, it was a lot harder for me I was always like the only female on the bill you know what I'm saying like the only girl everywhere I went it was definitely um I had to prove myself like over and over and over and over again so um just you know that's, that's what I want people to know about me. Just um, been in the game for a minute, like definitely experienced. How were you, how were you able to manage, you know, doing the mom thing while still trying to balance the career? What are you saying? I can't how, hear you. How were you able to manage your career and being a mom at the same time? Um, I don't know. I just kind of did it. Take it day by day. <laughs> um, make a list, you know, check it twice. Um, 
it it wasn't easy, you know, and and there wasn't like there wasn't like a lot of support either. Like, you know, um, I just had to like figure it out. It was always it was always like a problem solving, you know, like how am I how am I gonna get to this show? How am I gonna travel over here? You know how my transportation? Who's gonna stay with the baby? Who's gonna you know like just a lot? It was a lot. I've I've had different managers. Um, I probably had like five or six different managers over the years. Um, but you know, just definitely always, I feel like the most important thing for me was having a, a plan, like having an end goal and just working towards the goal and figuring out everything else out along the way. I commend you for uh, staying yeah. consistent and pushing because honestly it's, it's, I mean, as you've already described it, it hasn't been an easy road. So I commend you for sticking with it and making it happen because you know, down the line, you could have given up and be like, oh, you know, this is not for me or it doesn't work. But I, I can see that, one, it's a passion for you, and two, that uh, you love what you do. Like, oh, I'm about to say the same thing over. Yeah, but I can see that you love what you do. So I can make you this. Thank you. Yeah. She even got a fancy background. Oh, yeah, no, I, I was afraid to move my phone because in the middle of trying to connect, my phone died. So I was like, Fuck! you know, so I had to plug it back in. I'm scared to move it or it's going to unplug and die on me again. Oh, so now we're now we're kind of more focused. There we go. <laughs> She's like, I gotta have a banner behind me. You know, we, we need to get banners on this. Yo, Radio Daddy need to get on that, like, and just get us all banners. That's it. He gonna make that money off of his video. Definitely. Well, that's the goal. That's yeah, one of the goals. <laughs> he's probably listening while I talk shit. And he's on mute. He ain't gonna say shit. Oh yeah, but, I'm listening. I'm listening. But um, what is scholar? Scholar VMG, right? Scholar VMG is stands for Scholar Vision Music Group, and okay. it's um basically it's a kind of like a conglomerate. It's like a music company, media company, events all in one. Um, and my partner and I, J Thirty and I, um, we had our own separate companies, um, individually. And when we decided to join forces and combine the companies, I had Scholar Music and he had Vision Music Group. So we brought them together and now we got Scholar VMG. And how, like, how being um, in business, right? I think a lot of people take it for granted, mm -hmm. especially during this time with the COVID. How were you guys able to stay afloat as a business during the quarantine? Um, well, the events portion of it, definitely that had to stop. Yeah. Um, but as far as the music, nothing ever stops us from dropping music because we do everything in house, you know, from recording to Jay's a producer, um, also a director. So we do all videos in house. Um, I do like a uh, set design and uh, creative directing as well. And uh, also like costumes and stuff like that. Um, so it's not, it's not hard for us to make visuals and to be creative and, make music and drop music. So that, that never stops for us. So the visual that you did, um, the latest one times up. Yes. That without you directing it or somebody else. That was Jay. It was like, you know, kind of like a creative thing that, like, you know, it wasn't really much put into it. Like as far as like planning, because it was, it was locked down. So it's not like we could get a, a models and other people to be in it with us it was just kind of like a a moment of inspiration and we just ran with it you um 
if you call yourself one of the game's most, the best kept secrets, what, like, if you, since you're the best kept secret, right? If you were to put yourself in a certain genre that's not rap, that's not hip hop, what would you name it? My own genre. Mm -hmm. uh, because you're not in the same lane as everyone else. We, that's clear. Yeah, I don't feel like I I mean, I, I feel like I'm a little bit of everything, if anything. Like, I feel like... Uh, because I experiment a lot and I, I try all different kinds of things and I like to, you know, mix and, ma and match the genres together. Like I recently did a, like a disco hip hop record and okay. it's just, yeah, like I'm, I'm just trying to try different things. I just like to be an artist. So like I, I, I got bars and I love, I love, you know, spitting bars and that's like, that's like my roots, but I feel more than anything, I'm an artist. So my genre will kind of be like a mashup between rap, R&B, uh, definitely a little bit of pop, maybe a little Euro, like dance. Um, I don't know, I don't know a name for it. <laughs> it would just be the Mala genre. <laughs> See, I, I always ask people this and they always get shocked when I ask that type of question. That's a great question. That that'll have me thinking of a title for my new genre. <laughs> because because the thing is, like the people we bring on, they their music is like, I don't want to say. No, it's unique. You know, it's just like I don't. I'm very like I'm very old soul at the same time. So for me to get into some of these newer people that's just talking about lean and all of that, I can't get into it. Right. I really can't. I will, Mikey, whenever he comes back on, come vouch for me when I send him tons of email, then I'm like, oh, I think this shit is trash and I can't play it. I just don't relate to it. I totally understand. It's not for everybody. I mean, but that's the thing about music. You don't have to be pigeonholed into one thing. You know, I asked the question today on Facebook. It's funny you say you were talking about this because I asked, uh, what's the hardest part about being a rapper? And somebody said the hardest part is trying to not sound like everybody else. Because when you, you know, in years of making music, you, you can't help but be influenced by the music that you hear, you know? So you want to be completely like, like an individual, you want to be different, but you can't help but be influenced. So, you know, um, I think that people, I think as long as you like continue to, to I think first of all, you got to figure out your sound. Yeah. Right. Once you figure out what you want to sound like, just go hard with that sound because eventually you're going to get fans, people who oh, appreciate your sound. You know what I mean? It, they'll identify with it, but you just have to like commit to your sound and you know, the artist that you want to be. So let me ask you a question. Do you feel like the people that have been in this game for quite a few years, so like yourself, people like Elouse, people like Coney Brooks, um, cause this reminded me of something I saw on, on raw, on raw today, um, Monday night raw where Drew McIntyre said to Randy Orton, you're here for a long time and you received the good words from the undertaker and all these people ahead of you. How come you haven't spread that knowledge to the younger, the other, the next generation? Do you feel like now us 
that are in the industry for X amount of years, do you feel like we should be helped? And Apollo, I want you to answer that too. Do, okay. you, do you feel like we should be um, teaching them or should we let them go the route that they're going with the, the trapping and the leaning and all of that? I'm going to let you go first and then I'll go from there. Wait, you're saying, do I feel like we the should be teaching the younger? Could teach the younger generation, yes. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I think that happens naturally, no matter what it is, whether it's music or just life in general. Um, I, I think we should teach them, but also this is their time, you know what I'm saying? So there's nothing wrong with them making the music. If, if I, I don't identify with it, then I just make something that I do identify with. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and tell people how to make their music, but definitely we'll give them pointers like, you know, uh, about the business and the industry and how, how to move and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I, I see like in any industry, the older generation does not teach the younger generation. And I don't know if they feel like they just don't want to, you know, again, pardon again. Um, but give them the, like the sauce, like the ingredients that's needed. You know what I think it is too? Sometimes the, sometimes it's the other people that don't want to be taught anything or don't want to be told anything too. Not for nothing. Cause yeah. like, you know, when you're young and you're popping, you know what I'm saying? And that money's coming in, you're not trying to hear nobody. You think you got to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? You got the sauce or whatever. And you have some older cat trying to tell you, school you, you know, and it, sometimes you don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. So it's a give and take too, you know? Um, I feel like I, I, me personally, like I'm an older soul too. Like I've always kind of been a little bit more mature because I had to grow up faster. So when an older person schooled me on something and they made sense, you know what I'm saying? I listened because it's not easy to find a mentor out there. So whenever I could pick up little tidbits of information and, and, and like a playbook, you know, it's like you learning a little bit of the playbook along the way you pay attention to that so you can use it. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, it's power. Knowledge is power. So yeah. when you can actually take information that you get from another source and you can actually use it in your life to benefit you, that's power. Now not using it, it that's stupidity. So it's up to you. Do you want to take the advice or not? I agree. I feel like, um, yeah, you touched on some key points. I feel like uh, in because I'm 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 in the middle of it. I can see both sides. My thing is, um, do I ever do I listen to a lot of the music that they make now? No. I some of it I listen to, others I just can't because I just I don't get how people can listen to it. But um, I feel like uh, like now it's 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 different. A lot of people have more access to music, so they're, they're so there are more people to influence. There are more people there. There are a lot more people watching. There are more fans there. So it's just like a, if you found out what works for you, mm. you know, put 100% into it, especially if you enjoy what you're doing, go all out. But my, my thing is always be open to uh, criticism and honesty. So my thing is, do you always, do you always do what you love, you know, invest in your craft? But if somebody's dropping some knowledge, something that you never heard of or something that you, you know, just in general, I feel like always be open to criticism. That's just my thing. 
and you and I feel like in general day to day you this you will always learn something from somebody else. I feel like in general day to day you always learn something that you that you've never known before from somebody else. So I feel like as long as you know you invest in yourself and you're just open to to yeah, just like you were saying, like knowledge is power. So that's just my mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, and you take it with a grain of salt too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. You, you, you pick and choose what you really want to listen to. And sometimes even if you don't listen at the moment and you make a mistake, you, you learn later on, you should have listened. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the greener side. The greener side. That's a joint um, produced by Hitman. Um, that's an interesting story. Actually, I went to uh, do radio um and i got introduced to hitman because they had like uh what they were doing was pairing like a artist and a producer every time they do an interview and stuff like that and kind of like try to bring them together so he played beats for me on the spot and i freestyled to them or whatever and then we linked up after the show and um he sent me some more beats and he sent me some beats and um that one just was hard it just stood out so um just wrote the wrote the record and then um we shot the video and and it just came out really fire the way everything just came out like there's a lot of dope people involved in that one okay so we want you to introduce it and then then we're gonna talk to you about your project uh this one is called green side it's produced by hitman this one was on bet um and actually you can still see it online just put my lorraine's green aside it's still on the net so check it out it's fire shout out to, shout out to you mala this, this shit's fire i've been jamming it all day i was on live before playing your videos like some fangirl no wonder why ray's all hyped over you oh thank you thank you <laughs> You know, shout out to Ayo Mimi on the check-in. Shout out to Sparrow. I don't got the sound effects like he does on his show where they all clapping like, ah! Um, we got Scholar VNG in the building. Yes, sir. Shout out to J30. Anybody need videos, you already know, hit up uh, SVMG Pictures on Instagram. That's J30. He's the, the mastermind behind the videos. He's the master director. Um, he has the vision. So, uh... I know it's quarantine and video and uh, and pandemic and all of that, but shoot your COVID video right here with SVMG Pictures. <laughs> Yo, but that's what I want to say, right? Like, do you feel like with the COVID, you have to lowball yourself at all? No. Um, I, I just think it a little harder, like, get, you know, like with social distancing, it's just a little harder, like getting people together. You don't want to be the reason why there's a cluster, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just be mindful too. You know what I'm saying? We got to be safe out here. I don't want to get nobody sick. Like, you know, be yeah. smart about it. It's gonna be a lot more like solo videos and stuff like that from artists. I feel like, or just smaller gatherings. I don't know, or maybe a lot of people wearing masks in their videos. So, a little birdie told us, you know, even though we got COVID going on, you got a project coming out. I'm working on a project. Um, yeah, it's coming along. It's it's almost there. I don't have a release date just yet, but it it will be dropping this year. Um. God willing, you know, I definitely want to be able to promote it and travel and do shows and stuff like that. So we'll see how it all plays out. But this one uh, is called Bougie in the Bronx. I've been working on it for a little while now. And I dropped, you know, like a couple of little snippets of, of records and stuff like that that's going to be on it. So um, 
keep your eyes and ears open. It's coming soon. So what makes your your pro, the um your bougie in the Bronx so different from your other two projects? Um which was Calm Before the Storm. You have Mega Rings. Yes. So what makes this project different from the other two? Well, this is my first album. I never dropped the album before. Um, even though like my EPs and stuff, they were like a lot of original records or mostly original songs. Um, it's different when it's an album. You treat it different, you you push it differently, you know, you invest differently into it. So this is gonna be something I'm I'm gonna push hard, you know. Not that I didn't push the other ones hard, but I'm gonna push this differently. I'm gonna move different with this one. That's why I just wanna make sure, like, you know we can move, you know, pandemic wise, like it's just a little, throws everything up in the loop right now. So got to figure it out. But do you feel like now how the digital age has kind of come up, do you feel like it's been easier to do the digital tours? Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy. It's easy to get the music up and out, right? You can, you can distribute the music cool, but then they gotta be a lot of marketing um, digital marketing behind that. And so the challenge is like, how, how are people going to connect with me if they can't see me in person? Mm. How, how can I bring, give that personal touch, you know, to everybody? So I think that's like the, the most important thing. Um, let's just say, cause I was, I was thinking about this earlier too. Like, let's just say, um, we never come out of this pandemic, right? What if this is like for real the new normal and there's no social gathering anymore? There's no concerts anymore and everything's virtual, right? How do you touch people? You know, like it's, the, you know, when you, like if you can remember your most favorite concert that you've ever attended, right? And the, the, the feelings that you felt at this concert, right? Yeah. Like, that connection that you felt, even though there was probably thousands of other people in that space with you, um, it's just something about live performance that brings that connection. Um, oh, yeah, the emotion from the artist to to the fan. So how do you do that virtually? So I think that's gonna be like the new thing, you know, that that artists are gonna try to figure out, and there's gonna be a lot of different attempts to do that. But um, Mom, you know what it is though. Two things, right? One, and this is also relating to the topic I said we're going to talk about later, right? But we, as an industry, we took it for granted all of the opportunities we had. Mm. We, took, we took it for granted to go to certain events to network with the right people, right? We took mm. it, we, 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 um, we took performing for granted and people didn't want to perform because they feel like they were going to have the next person and the next person. When, if had you put your effort, you know, like how you do, how Big Man Global does, how Monty does, how Apollo does, you know. Did Apollo freeze up? Oh, no, I'm still here. No. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought he froze too. <laughs> no, nah, I'm looking at something. I'm still here. <laughs> Stop watching porn, please. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm not even going to touch on that topic, but like you were saying. Oh, God. So, you know, there's people that do put their work in. 
mm. to do these events and like even bring out people, but then there's just some that think it's just a venue. So we took advantage as a society of all of it. We took advantage of life. And now this is like a post, I consider this post-apocalyptic. There's, Lebanon just got, got bombed today. Yeah, this is like this time period. Yeah, that was crazy. One in the history books, like, because it's it's if it's not one thing, it's the other. And the one thing I commend people on is uh pushing forward because through everything, it's just like you can have you can have a mental breakdown through everything, but it's just like when it's just like all right, like I got to do this, you know, even though this is going on, this is, this is how life is. I have to still figure it out because life does go on. And yes, and that's the thing, though. Everyone is so stuck. Yeah, everyone is stuck on the past that we're gonna bring these showcases, and this. No, it's not gonna happen again. It, it'll happen, but down the line, once they have a better grasp of how they um need to fucking wear masks and protect themselves, then do what needs to be done. I don't know why, if you're 40 years old and you can, still can't wash your ass before you go to work every day. The way in, it's like, it's insane because it's, everything is a day-to-day. You can't really have any expectations. You have to just adjust and understand that your goals that you had before COVID should never stop. It probably got put on pause for a little bit, but the things that you mm-hmm. really wanted to accomplish should still be in motion. And that's the thing. Yeah, people, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you just got to figure out the, it's like when, when uh, we went from cassette tape to CD, yeah. from CD to digital, CD to digital. and yeah. you know, a lot of the labels, they were kind of stuck for a second trying to figure it out. And that's why we're kind of like in a mess that we're in now where you only get fractions of a penny per stream. Uh, you know, we got to figure it out. We're in the, I mean, I feel like, I feel like moving forward, it's going to be a lot less labels and a lot more just everybody's independent. So because even drink is going independent right now or thinking about it. Yeah. I think that's how it is overseas too, like in in Europe and stuff like that. I think it's more um, independent artists than anything. Um, so I think so because you know, everybody heard. everybody's going hard with social media and figuring out their lane, whether they're gonna be positive in the mornings and give those motivational speeches, or they're gonna be co- comedians. You know what I'm saying? Are they just gonna spit mad verses and just do yeah. freestyles on the Instagram? You know, people are finding their niches. Yeah. Um, and you just got to find your way to still keep connected and hopefully, you know, things will work out for the best. I think, I think we're all just kind of like in this stage of, of figuring it out right now. I just, my main thing, I just hope people just don't like, it's like, yeah, you have to stay connected, but I just, I hope people just don't put out content just to stay relevant. I feel, I just, I just feel like, I hope people keep the, you mean like, like what that already that's already been happening just like people have been dropping songs just to drop songs and that's why it's so the yeah. content is so watered down but yeah. like i like i like um like what beyonce does because she's not she's not one to be on social media so 
what she does is she keeps herself relevant by doing these like huge projects that she doesn't even promote ahead of time. Now, of course, she's Beyonce, so she could do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying any any Joe Schmo can just drop a project without the proper yeah, promotion. Yeah, but what I like is that she recognizes that that's not her thing to be on Instagram and to be on Snap and to be on all these other things and just be talking into the camera. It's not for everybody. Don't force yourself to do that. Because I, I hate when people, like, I don't really do that too much. I don't be holding the phone and just be talking into the phone and talking to everybody all the time. I don't go live all the time. It's not really my thing. Um, and people are always like, you should do that, you should do that. But it's not my thing. And if I force myself, you could tell that I'm forcing it. And, and then it's just a lot of fluff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'd rather just, just drop dope music and and kind of do my own thing. Sure. Um, I want to start this conversation because we're already on said topic, but mm -hmm. I want to paint you guys a background story, right? Because I want to talk about while we're doing all this, and a couple of people might be joining us, so I'm just giving everyone a heads up. Um, but we're still doing that petty bullshit, though. We're still only charging, I mean, getting point something something for streams and then artists are doing anything right now to to come to to new york to do whatever to perform but uh there's they get screwed over and i would think right now with the pandemic that had came why have we not learned from it to do better as opposed to still working on the same shit the same schemes, the same whatever we were doing back then. You know, this is why I wanted to dub the culture and the, I don't want to say industry, because it's not all industry, all of the entertainment industry. Because, so peep this, and Mikey was there too, so he could vouch for me. On Sunday, Ray had a performance. You know, so my only thing was I was going to go to show support because it was his first performance post-pandemic, you know, and whatever. It was free. We, Mikey was able to bring his son. So we all carpooled. Mikey came with his son. I came with my homegirl. A couple of friends of mine were coming in different cars. He had people come from Jersey. Now, Jersey's not, you know, it's close with the car, but it's still a, still a travel. So it was already having communication issues where the person refused to speak to me because I was a manager. They prefer to speak to the artist directly, which was already that blue minds. So she messed up some things with the flyer. Ray, Ray forgave that. Come to, to find out on that day of two people already drove from Jersey. They couldn't find the the location because she sent a pin location so we had to forward that to everyone you know mm. the business that the overall company that hold the business also said they had 10,000 people like followers so and all of these stuff from past events everything like this these people were catfishing us so no bro bro if I could put the pictures up on here right now and download them, it would be so bad. Mm. Um, Mike, are you so they back? Had people, they had a, it was a like a show show. 
It was called, yeah, it was a show show. Uh, I'm adding one of our get our, our panel people about this, I guess you want to call it. Yo, Yo live, welcome. Yeah, it was good, Apollo, it was good, Katie, it was good, Mar uh, I call you Maria, my back, so. Uh, Mala. Yeah, Mala, it was good, it was good. Yeah, you know, I'm in my tank top, don't care, because you know what you're talking about, serious, and I did wanted to chime in on it but um keep going katie so we get there right we all somehow managed to find each other after facetiming and and trying to figure out the point location because we walked to that point about four or five times and prospect park is a big ass park mm -hmm. so where's mikey right now when you need him i'm here Asshole. You were talking. I was listening to what you were saying. You telling your story. Okay. Yeah, talk your shit, beloved. So we go sit down to eat because I was starving and fat. And Katya went to go pee. Shout out to Katya. So we go now and and we find Ray and we text her, take a picture of your location so we know where we are. Mind you, we're right in front of her. The whole time, there was no sign, there was no nothing, right? Saying that was the event. Mind you, she told Ray, we have a DJ, we have a sound system, we have great mics, and we have a stage. Okay, and you're promising all this, plus 10,000 followers are on your business page? Okay. Cool. We get there. You know, we're talking for 15 minutes. Homegirl was wearing a uh, dashiki and grilling, something like that. She was cooking something. We turned around and she's like, are you here for the show? Yeah, where is it? Oh, it's right here. That's exactly what she said, too. We are, um, we're looking around now, because, and we're, look, we're like, so where's the stage? They're like right here, and uh, below, you found pieces of cardboard. It was like um, cardboard. It was um, like like blankets, like different blankets. It looked like there was like on the edge. It almost looked like like foam, like foam colored foam, like uh, the shit that you would cut out. That kind of like like. They was gonna have y'all break dancing or something. <laughs> yeah, trying to figure no. that out. Trying to figure that out. I, me, it was like a family barbecue or reunion? <laughs> she, she was cooking. She was cooking. Is this person like a real promoter? So Yo, that's what we thought, you know, because of the following for the company. And we looked at the promos, like they looked professional. Uh, you know, a and barbecue or a showcase? Like, what? What? Yo. And I'm sitting yeah, here. My, 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 um, my go-to thing, like whenever anybody reaches out to me, I, if I don't know them personally, I have to ask around, like, cause it's very easy to fake the funk on social media, even on a website, you know, online, whatever. Your best bet is to see who know who else knows them in the industry and see if they're I'm, legit. Because word of mouth is everything. No, of course, right. Well, Ray being the person that he is, you know, very kind, very what, you know, 
He gave them the benefit of the doubt, despite the red flags that were presented in front of us. So we all said, we're not going to obviously leave if you want to perform, but that decision is on you. You know, everyone told him that. So the woman came up to us, are you performing? He said, no. And she goes and she's like, well, bye. Mm. And I sat here, right? I'm like, all right. Uh, Ray wants to walk away, so we're just going to do that. Cool. Mm. Um, there was a video of me and my homegirl posted, yo, we're on the way to the show, yada, yada, yada. Once we left Ray, you know, it was no no subs, no nothing. It was just a general, like, yo, pull up. She reposts it. She doesn't say nothing about Ray. Mind you, I had no communication with her because she chose not to communicate with me. So I did what I did. I support I came and supported Ray. She reposted saying, Oh, but she left Tao unprofessional. Bitch, you wanted us to perform. You want like what you thought advertised. But you didn't but you missed you missed two very important details about what was going on that day. One, the microphone. She wanted you to use the um the telemarketer microphone, the one you put over your head. Yes. That was one. Two was the speakers. She had two speakers. And the boom box. And and the boom box. And you couldn't hear nothing coming out of those speakers. They had you you could hear the ice cream man over them speakers. The, yo, the, it was bad. It the Abuelos were playing. The, yo, you heard Anthony Santos on blast, bro. They played that shit um blast. Right. You could hear that more than the damn fucking. It was bad. It was it was gonna be a, a a bad overall situation because they just misrepresented themselves as like if it would be something different if you say oh we're gonna be out in the park. You know, ain't gonna really be no stage, but we just gonna do our thing, blah blah blah. Okay, you could prepare Let's for that. that. Yeah, you could prepare for that. But like, if your mindset is this, people got ten thousand followers and they got all this going on. They've done work with this person and they've had shows with that at this venue. And then you go on your next to a gazebo behind the duck shit. At the <laughs> yo, let's not forget. Let's not yeah, forget. And, by the way, they wore no masks. And oh, and they didn't That's have no. Crazy. masks. That yeah. they prided themselves on having safe, COVID-friendly. I mean, like COVID-safe shows, but nobody had a mask on. Nobody, not one of them, not one person in that whole section who was running the shit had a mask on. And I just find it so wild, though, because then you came after me professionally. Why? What did I say to you? I mean, like, you must be really a hater. I mean, sometimes people just can't handle the tr- handle the truth. And the truth, yeah. And like like yeah. the slander. They don't, they, don't, they don't care for the slander. Like, it's like, oh, how dare you slander me? You don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. This and that. They, they can't handle it. They can't handle it. It becomes an issue for them. So, you know, that's you just gotta know, like from now on, you just gotta do your better. We gotta do better research on dealing with certain certain things. I'm not gonna go and say yo, 
like as a manager, like I told Ray, right? And I told Live, you guys also have to make certain decisions whether I I could tell you it's a bad idea. Right. You know? But you're gonna figure it out too. Like Mala, you know, because you've had managers, you must have disagreed on thousands of things that you would wanna do and they wanna do. Definitely. You know. But my my point like by telling everyone this story is like so many people died with COVID. We saw all of our lives change in a matter of six months. Uh-huh. Right. Thousands of people are unemployed right now and you're still here and worrying about scamming. I'll tell you something that was told to me a long time ago. Said your situation could change, but people don't. Don't exactly. People are gonna always mm. have. And now is the time people are gonna go scam hard because people are out of work. You know what I'm saying? Right. Unemployment. That, that unemployment extra, extra Shit, unemployment just ended. Don't so know. There's gonna be scammers scamming day and night. They're gonna be <laughs> scamming. They're scamming. Get it. But you trying, trying to get that dollar. But the amount of effort you put into scamming people, couldn't you figure out a better opportunity for you? But like, like some people have nothing but malice in their heart. And yeah, they like they have nothing but a take me take take it attitude. They don't want to give anything. They just want to take. They not take only it. that, it's like if that's if that's all of you known your whole life, it's just right. like. That's you don't the know. Only way you don't yeah, know. that just sound. It just sound like a ghetto person being ghetto to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. and, and then, like I said, we don't even know that they being ghetto. They that's just dumb. <laughs> and, and like I told you, Katie, um, the other day when you told me about this, some people, this is all what they do. You know, what I mean, some people actually do this as they live in. So they, in their mind, it's like I don't give a fuck about somebody's life. You know what I mean? I'd rather put the dollar first before somebody's life. So, you know, some people, they wake up and say to themselves, this is my business. This is how I eat. So they not they don't care if there's a pandemic or or lives are at risk because they'd rather put the dollar first before that. And like, yeah, on top of that, it's just like, and it's even worse because as a New Yorker, we... We grow up in New York with a hustle mentality automatically. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it's either you hustling for you hustling at work or you hustling in the streets or you hustling for your passion. At the end of the day, you know, growing up in New York and you know, just being around people, you realize everything is a hustle. Mm-hmm. So it's just like whether you you know, you figure out how some people use it for good and some people, you know, they scam people. So you mm-hmm. gotta understand who you come come in contact with, but I feel like I feel like everybody like living in New York, especially if you were born in New York, everyone has a hustle mentality. Everybody. No. Facts. I just feel like all of this energy that's waste that that's being wasted cannot help these artists at all. You know, and this is something I've said a lot of times. You know, we can't help all of them, and I understand that because people have their ways, right? And it, and maybe I'm just too good-hearted, right? But if we're trying to succeed here, a lot of our business has to do with the clients, and the clients are the ones that are putting out music. 
help them to make a better product for yourself in the long run. So you're helping yourself, you're helping him, you're helping her. Why are we sitting here clicked up, you know, talking about this motherfucker said this and this bitch said that, and then taking people to come from different states for things and then they get ripped off? Mikey, I know you itching over there, bro. <laughs> I know you itching to say something. No, so why I'm not because and I'm not throwing shots because not every promoter is like this. I wouldn't I, remember. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, go well, go ahead, bro. Before no, I, I, I make my no, point. I don't know, bro. Like, like I'm kind of quiet on this one only because there's just so many different ways and reasons that these things happen. So it's just like, it's hard to answer these questions without really getting, for me anyway, without getting like uber philosophical and shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, go ahead and go ahead and talk live. I'm gonna let you. Go yeah, ahead. cause yeah, I, you you know I got a lot to say about this right. as an artist that's been in this circuit for years. Um, I, I would say four years, Katie. I that's have what, you met me. You live. Four? I, no, four? no, no, more than more than four. Let me, yeah, let, I'm, I'm four. way more than four years. I, I would say about anywhere from eight to ten years, right? Yeah, I go for that. So, as a person that been through showcases after showcases after venues after venues, I would think that it would get better going all the way up, but it seems like to me. It seems like everybody puts the dollar before the talent, mm-hmm. and that's and that's where we at right now. And 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 I've, to be honest, I'm, like I've I've, I've come to accept that, that. I've performed at different kinds of events that wasn't even necessarily hip hop events. Yeah, and been treated so much better than a hip hop event. Absolutely. Like it's a it has to do with us. We got to stop disrespecting our artists. Because yeah. I yeah. I get sick when I hear a DJ clown artist like that shit pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because without the artist, you wouldn't have material to spin. I it's agree. not like you're sitting there creating the music; you're spinning the music that you're getting. Yeah, exactly. And well, that's a that's you know uh, wow. the DJ came first before the MC, and I have crazy respect for DJs. It's a two way street. Yeah. The artist has to respect the DJ and the DJ has to respect the artist. Um, and it starts from there. And then when, when everybody else sees the artist getting respect, they treat the artist with respect. Hip hop is like the most profitable genre right now. Absolutely. Across the board. Yeah. And still you go to a, uh, you go to a showcase and as an artist, you don't even get drink tickets. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, I'm not talking about the I'm not talking about like the the top artists, obviously. I'm talking about like a like up and coming artists, independent artists. It's so hard to get treated with any kind of respect. Yeah. And you could go for years uh doing shows for exposure and not getting paid. So when you start to do the business right, everybody else has to follow suit. So okay. like as far as like um you guys as a team you know, whatever management you're doing for the artists and stuff like that. <clears throat> Definitely got to do your research um, more than go beyond social media, ask around, make sure that you develop like good relationships 
with other people in the industry that you can trust, at least trust that they're going to be honest with you so that other movers and shakers. So when you ask them, have you heard about this person? There will be somebody in the know, you know what I'm saying? That they would have known and heard about this person because they're moving and shaking like they're supposed to. Um, Try to get out of your circle. So this way you can meet more people who are doing better business, but do better, do great business yourself and you'll attract other people who are doing great business. So you can kind of weed out, the snakes in the grass because there's a lot of those that they've always been there they're not going to go anywhere there's always going to be scammers there's always going to be these fake ass promoters that's out for a dollar they don't even make a lot of money and that's why they don't pay the artist or they'll pay one artist the headliner and then everybody else just goes free and brings all their friends and doesn't make a penny off of it you know what i'm saying um and also you got to start to be a little picky with the types of events that your artists are going to be making appearances at and performing at the be picky with who they doing collaborations with you know what i'm saying like at some point it's for the love but at some point you got to start making money off of this and operating you know you gotta you gotta set the standard or people are just gonna always lowball you Mm. you just said everything i wanted to say I mean, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna yeah. make some enemies probably along the way. Some people might get a little offended, or they're not gonna understand. But it's not for them to understand. It's, it's your business, and, and also and you gotta do what works for the business. Yeah. And also to add on to that, I learned that over the years, everything ain't for everybody, and everything ain't for everyone. Right. Absolutely. Like, you know, and um, I stick to with that now nowadays. You know, before I was just learning. Now I'm very pick, picky and cautious of who I deal business with going forward you know and katie knows like last before the pandemic hit we only did two shows with the same with the same promoter mm-hmm. um but um you know um dj ronan like you know his, oh yeah 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 his shows is very good so you know i you know those was the best Shout two out shows, to ronan. you know i did in 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 2019 before this pandemic hit and um but that's you know that first show because i couldn't come to the second one that first one was yeah that that was fun like but you know like you said you know there's gotta be a respect factor between between everybody involved and before that i felt like nobody wasn't respecting the artist you know i mean or respecting the not even respecting the artist respecting the culture itself yeah respecting respecting what y'all can do for each other instead of being you know also too like uh sorry to cut you off um when we started to feel like that a few years back, we we started to travel more, mm. you know, and you do get treated differently when you get out of your own city. Um, sometimes too, you can oversaturate yourself. If you stay in the same place for too long, people start to get tired of seeing you around at all the same spots. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we got uh, so many venues anymore in New York City where you could go and do a hip hop event. Agreed. A lot of those places closed down. So what you need to do is get out of New York and start seeing the rest of the country, start traveling, and you'll see how you get treated different differently outside of New York. I'm not saying it's gonna change completely, but you know, yeah. once people start to see you moving in a different kind of way, they'll approach you differently too. And you can start to charge and you can start to, you know, ask for certain things and demand certain things so that you feel better about it. Agree. Agree. So we're gonna take a small little break. Um, tell us about Times Up with J Thirty. Times Up. This is the one we did um, on lockdown. Uh, it just—it was just a—it uh, just 
fell right into place. Um, Jay shot the video and edited the video um, as VMG Pictures, and and he did the beat, also produced the beat as well, and he sang the hook. Um, and we just kind of did our thing. We just kind of did our thing. We found a dope spot and we filmed. We just kind of like let it flow. Okay, so introduce it for us. This one is Time's Up, produced by J30. Videos out. Make sure you go look for that. Um, Google it. It's fire. So let's let's hear. It. Track though. Thank you, thank you. Just videos on uh, you can see the video on scholarvmg.com. All our videos are there. All our music is there too. Yeah, I just I just made sure I downloaded it on Apple Music. I'm over yeah, here. that's what we're doing. Oh, that looks out. <laughs> Yeah, I like on my joint too. I like that second verse though. I like that. That was some real shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just I try to like. I, one thing I want people to like hear in the music is like the urgency. Like mm. for me, there was always like this urgency to 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 reach a goal. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter what the crazy shit I was going through and hard times or whatever. Like I never I I never kind of got complacent with it. Like I always was. There was always this urgency, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like time's up. Like, you know, um, no more games. Like, it's time to get it, you know what I'm saying? For everybody. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that the song was already done, but it, it then 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 the pandemic hit and it was just like perfect timing, you know, to put it out. So just kind of fell into place. Mala, I gotta thank you so much. First of all, thank you for fighting through the technical difficulty to make it with us. <laughs> no problem. There was definitely a struggle, but we got it. Um, and thank you for accommodating with us. You know, instead of being in studio, you're here with us here. Um, we just wanted to make sure everyone is safe. Everyone, if, you know, whatever the weather is outside now, I still haven't checked. Um, but... We wanted the best alternative for everyone. So when when the project does come out and you're ready to do your media tour, I hope you will um, come back with us so we can have the proper interview for you. Most definitely. Um, but for now, tell them where they can find you. And uh, any future other than the project coming out, if you have anything else going on. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard on the project. Um, I might drop something in between time if, if it takes too long, but, um, for now I'm just going to focus on the project cause I, I feel like it's, it's there. It's close. Um, but you could catch me on Instagram at my Lorraine, same thing on Twitter, same thing, Facebook, and definitely, um, hit up the site, scholarvmg.com. Um, everything is on there. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be directing a lot of traffic to the site. Um, so I, I kind of like advise independent artists to do the same because things are changing times are changing and we giving our stuff away for free on all these other websites so direct that traffic back to your own website um so yeah scholarvmg.com and definitely you know hit me up and and let me know if you like the songs if you like the music you like the video so far time's up look for that one it's out right now perfect uh, Jack of all trades, what you got going on and what is your social? Oh, what I got going on. Well, you know, I can't let the cat out the bag yet. You know why. But um, come back is coming soon. Um, that's that's going to be dropping sometime this month. Be on the lookout for that. Um, you can find me at www.livejohnson.com or for my beats. Um, you can find us at www.edcbeats.com and on my IG, IG and Twitter 
at Love Johnson 718. Apollo. You know what it is. Um, you can find me on everything at No Apology. I threw it in the picture, but everything is uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If I still use it, but everything, No Apology. I want to give a big shout out to everybody that is on the live. Um, I enjoy chopping up with y'all all the time. I learned something new from you, honestly, because you was dropping gems all night, so I appreciate you for being here. Not I like, a problem. <laughs> I, I like talks like this because you get to learn something. Yeah. Uh, That's what you got. You can take the advice or you cannot take the advice. It's on you. <laughs> that that's the direction your life will go though. Um Michael Bostic, aka Buster Hyman, aka Rocky Balboner, aka <laughs> Whatever next month's name is, aka Radio Daddy, where could they find you? Uh, you guys can find me everywhere Instagram and Twitter at underscore Michael Bostic. I need everybody to go and um, go to Instagram um, and check out my last post. I did a video. I have not done a video in a long time. I did a, a video. Um, we're doing this uh, Rotimi um in my bed challenge so i went ahead and, and did a verse um to it uh everybody go check out that video and tag real timmy so that he could see it so we can be, you know it's the last week of, of selection so we gotta make sure we're in there last selection so you know it's it's, it's a dope visual shot by uh kdk over there uh ivy um One you know and yo, just just support it. Even if you know, you know, you don't want to tag with Timmy, you scared or whatever. Just support it. You know, give it a thumbs up. Tell me you like it. Tell me what you didn't like about it. I love to hear it. And it's your homegirl Ivy. Uh, we were your Tuesday guilty pleasure. You can catch us everywhere at Raw Zone NYC. Follow at. Michael Bostic, follow Ray Pearson, follow Jack of All Trades, Life Johnson, follow Mala Reigns, follow DJ Apollo, follow Ivy Production, just follow the whole gang, follow KDK Photography, yeah. and we're all there, we're somewhat out there, um, we're on Spotify, YouTube, all po podcasting oh, platforms. Oh. And yeah, next week we got Mani the Mogul. So Apollo, take us out with one more song. 